Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Shit in a bag and punch it. It's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Troy, joined by Aaron. How you doing, my man? <laughs> I think that is the best intro we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I felt I had to just go in with something hot, like just straight from the off, just going in like a cruise missile. Troy, Troy, I'm gonna get hot on this fucking show at the very beginning. As hot as I'm gonna be, is how bad it is. Um, if you want to let us know how just how bad. How great Raw was! <laughs> how 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 bad or how great this week's episode of Raw Source was? Then get at us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod or on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Um, yeah, without further ado, let's get into this absolute <laughs> zinger of an episode. <laughs> um, Opening segment is Drew arriving um, to the, the Tropicana Stadium and he's interviewed and asked about Lashley. Blah, blah, right. blah. If you didn't know Drew was Scottish, right? <laughs> he casually wanders about wearing one, a kilt that's blue specifically. Two, he's got a Scotland national football top. Was it a Scot- I couldn't work out. I thought yeah. it was a Scotland national shirt. Yeah. Right. yeah. And three, he's got a leather jacket that has a Scotland badge on the front and the word Scotland and big writing on the back. Whoa, did you also see what he had on the left the left peck? So I only noticed it later in the interview. It says Scottish warrior on it. Fuck off. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's so bad. Do you know when I first had a go about this, when he brought out the Claymore and wore a kilt? Yeah. It's just progressively getting worse. It's bad, worse. isn't it? It's like Vince is sat there thinking, right, what's every stereotypical caricature of a Scotsman? Right, I'm throwing them all on Drew. He's watched Braveheart once and thought, yeah, that's Scotland, isn't it? It's fucking pish. It's nonsense. Ruining Drew. You see Mel Gibson in real life and went, he wears leather jackets all the time. Drew, can you wear one, (laughs) mate? Fucking hell, I'll be listening to Biffy Clyro next and neep. <laughs> <laughs> so the actual show itself opens with the Hurt Business. They come in to cut uh, a promo. Uh, MVP claims that they wanted to give someone an opportunity um, and that's the reason they're giving um, to asking someone to take Drew out. Lashley then berates Cedric and Shelton uh, for losing to Drew last week in a handicap match. MVP gives them a chance to speak. Uh, they get a bit pissed off and upset. Um, and then Benjamin ends up shoving MVP, tells him to get out of his face, which leads to Lashley battering Cedric and Shelton. Um, Benjamin and Alexander leave the ring with Lashley and MVP sit on the ring. That's the end of the Hurt business. What the fuck? Just like that. Just what like is- that. One of the good things about... One of the best things on, not just Raw, but on WWE to watch. And 
It, it just, to me, it makes no sense. Like a week after you split at Retribution, like, yes, Retribution weren't over, Retribution weren't anything in comparison, but you've just split up your, your only two kind of factions on Raw. The, the only positive for me coming out of this is that Cedric and Shelton haven't split up. So there's still a tag team at least they're, they're to come out of it. Tag team, yeah. yeah. If they'd have split yeah. them up, then... But it it makes no sense that they've done they, this. It's come really out of left field. Shelton's going on main event and Cedric's getting shipped back to 205 Live. Fucking Let's Christ. face it. Um, it's, yeah. It's I, mad. I've got an issue with Lashley too. Go on. Why, why is he so scared to fight Drew after all this pushing that he's like a main event I know. guy? He's like, oh, he's I want someone else to take him out. I want someone I, else to weaken him. But come on, mate. You're a champion. You, why are you running scared now? Like, literally since the start of this year, WWE's pushed him as Braun Strowman when he first started, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And Strapped the rocket to him, made him look like an absolute machine. Like, and then all Strowman of always... Strowman always went for the fight against Roman Reigns. Hmm. And, like, why the fuck's Lashley not doing the same with Drew? It's nonsense. It just... Ah, oh, it really doesn't make sense. I, I was really happy that Lashley won it. Obviously disappointed that Drew lost it. But Lashley deservedly, like, putting some really good work, partnering him with MVP, everything in the Hurt business. But I don't understand this sudden... Oh, well, he doesn't really want to face Drew... Yet he's getting people to take him out, splitting up the hurt business, him turning on them. Just, ah, uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's fucking WWE creative strikes again, man. Um, <laughs> just pish, just nonsense. And speaking of nonsense, we then get Riddle backstage. Um, I, I don't know what he was saying, but he then saw Titus scoots over, gets confused between what a roast and being the host of WrestleMania is. Then Sheamus attacks him before their match. Right. Para, paraphrase paragraph part one. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> right. This is what he said to begin with. Um, this is after Titus tells him he's the co-host and uh, the miscues about roasting and stuff. Mm. Honestly, I just wanted to ask him some questions. Maybe he's eating too many potatoes, or maybe he just don't have no soul. Get it? Because gingers do have souls. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but what I do know is Seamus Gan Raj, and I don't like it, so I'm Gan Raj. It's like eating Doritos and dropping the last one, and boom, there's ruined because I didn't ken the five second drill. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Riddle. Every knows the um, five-second rule, lad. <laughs> uh, R- Riddle also goes, can you roast a pig at Mania? Because he's still confused, even though he's been specifically told by Titus. Christ. Uh, I mean, to be fair, there will be a roast pig there. Hulk Hogan's there. He looks like a pork scratching. Well, <laughs> well, my next thing was Titus goes, no, I'm co-host of Mania. Well, you're co-hosting with a pig, so... Pish <laughs> 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 oh, and nonsense. We then get... Then, se- so, no, I've got Seamus with more brilliant face work, right? I can't even remember what he did, but I wrote the note down, so he must have done something. <laughs> he must have done something. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Take a screenshot. Tweet it. Let us know. <laughs> 
Uh, Cedric and Shelton then backstage with Post and Pierce. Uh, both of them are obviously irate after what happened in the ring at the start. Uh, Benjamin wants a match with Bobby. Um, Shelton, sorry, Cedric berates Pierce by saying, like, you know, you pander to the needs of everyone else and you're pandering to the needs of Roman, like, make the match. Like, you quick to do it for everyone else and you quick to give into that. Do it for us. Um, MVP is then announced on commentary in place of Joe. Now, um, I put that in your notes, Troy, because more than that later, it goes with things. Right? Wow, I'm hoping that this means that that Big Joe is is coming <laughs> back. I really do. <laughs> I also don't mind MVP on commentary. The guy's a good talker. He was of all the people that they tend to have in like guest commentary spots, he's the one yeah. that felt least out of place. So yeah, they announce MVP on commentary in place of Joe for the evening. Um, <clears throat> we then get Seamus versus Riddle. Right. Before you get in the match, why are there multicolored birds when Biden says the flops fly? You now, what, mate? Why are th- why are there multicolored birds when Biden says the flops fly when Riddle does his flip flop thing? I don't know. I still don't know why Riddle kicking his flip flops off is a thing. Oh, well, now when he does it, birds are sitting on the top rope and they just fly away. Jesus fuck. Did, did, did you just skim over that, Troy? <laughs> it's it's um, something I tried to gloss over, like many things in this so, week's episode so, of Raw. So I googled birds called flops, right? Right. I came up with a, a bird called a killdeer. Looked through it all, read about it. Nothing to do with the word. There was no word flop or otherwise known as a flop. or Jeez. something. Right? They're tiny with thin spindly legs as well, so the bird representation in the video pie, in the video bit, is completely wrong. <sighs> that's <laughs> if that's what they actually went for. It's, I, I sound, it sounds even, like it's drained you, mate. Like, I don't even know if that's what they actually went for. Probably not, but I've just given them an, an excuse. <laughs> mate, it's... I, I don't know who's doing this. I don't know who's in charge of this. Well, I do know who's in charge of this nonsense, but just... Oh, it's awful at times. Just pish. It's, that's not even <laughs> the end of Riddle tonight. No. No, it's not. <laughs> the match itself, though, I quite enjoyed this match. Um, starts out with an exchange of attempted takedowns. Both men try to overpower each other, but Sheamus is on top for the most part. Uh, Seamus then finds himself on the floor after Riddle kicks him through the ropes. Riddle follows up with a floating bro to the outside. And after the ad break, Seamus has managed to regain control and keep Riddle down with a series of right hands. Riddle manages to counter the white noise and it's a backflip belly-to-belly suplex from the top turnbuckle. It looks really cool. Uh, Riddle gets Seamus into a triangle chokehold and he manages to escape by getting to the bottom rope for a rope break. A little later in the match... Is that what that was meant to be? uh, Belly-to-belly? Because yeah. I've, I've got written down here a dodgy Spanish fly because I just, I don't know what they were going for. Yeah, I wanted to put Spanish fly, but then I was like, no, I've seen Spanish flies. And that, was, that wasn't that was one. Um, it it's a Spanish flop, mate. It's a Spanish botch is what it could have passed Spanish as. Flop. Spanish flop. Because we're all about flops in this match, aren't we? Flips and flops, just flips, flops and pish. But yeah, I, I think it was a belly to belly. It was if it was a Spanish fly, it was a poor, poor attempt at one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um 
yeah, pish. A little later in the match, Sheamus hits white noise and an Alabama slam for a couple of two-count pin attempts. Uh, after another exchange of strikes between them, uh, Sheamus eventually hits a huge knee to the face uh, and gets a pin for the win. Riddle then launches Sheamus off the top turn buckle as he celebrates, which is a little bit of payback for earlier backstage. Um, I didn't think this was a bad match, to be fair. I quite enjoyed it. Um, no, I, it was all right. For It didn't last too long, which is good, to be honest. There's mm. only so much Riddle I can deal with this week. You can deal with more Riddle in the ring more than you can backstage <laughs> trying to cut a promo. More um, on that later. I, I, one thing that was said during the match, um, just after Riddle hits a Broton, mm. MVP goes, I don't respect Riddle, but he is effective. Well, Riddle did beat John Morrison and Lashley to win that US title. Yeah, you forget about never, that, don't you? Montel Vontavis. <laughs> and also at the very end, um, Riddle just shouts, you're going to get what's coming to you. I mean, but it's him that's challenging you at Mania, mate. Should be him. Should be Seamus at saying that. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. bro. I'll, I'll just start shouting bro every sentence, all right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that aside, I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um, a good physical encounter uh, between two guys that like to hit hard and slap the shit out of each other, basically. Um, Seamus is just on fire these days, isn't he? He is, yeah. Like every match, every week, banging <laughs> matches. Really, really good. It's, it's how you use Seamus. Like he doesn't have to win all the time. Like I mean, he won in this instance, but just everyone looks good coming out of a Seamus match. Like if you want to put someone in a match and you want to make them look like legitimate, like they can take a pound and they can give it back, sort of thing. Put them in there with Seamus because he hits harder than than anyone else there. We said the same with Biggie when him and him and Seamus had that match on SmackDown months ago. Um, Obviously, the last few matches between him and Drew and this one as well. He's awesome, man. He's good. I'd I'd like to think that he's got one more title running him. Yeah. Because he is good. I like well, it. Just like world title or just yeah. any. Yeah, no, world yeah. title. Yeah, no, I think he deserves it. I do. Um, but yeah, he this match. He deserves it. Yeah, whether... absolutely. <laughs> it's whether, it's whether, whether the people that are important enough think that he does. I mean, there's questionable people that have had title runs or any kind of momentum. Uh, and yeah, if they can get it, he should. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought they had great chemistry. Um, and I put in my notes, this is kind of leading up, I'm sure, to a match at Mania, which they do then announce later in the night. Um, so a US title match between them at WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, touching on what MVP said as well, like kind of silly character traits aside, when Riddle's in the ring and he's not doing stupid stuff, he's great to watch. Really technical, really powerful, strong. He's got some high-flying ability and stuff like that. Um, and their match should be really good at Mania. I'm looking forward to that. It's just a shame he could not finish the night on this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Moving on. Um, Shane, Elias and Jackson Riker, the worst stable going. Um, a backstage and asked about what they plan to reveal in an expose about Braun. Get out. Then we then get Drew backstage with AJ and Omos. Meh. And then we get Shane oh, Elias. Cross down the line. That's fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
We then get Shane Elias and Riker in the ring to reveal some some information um, about Strowman that's clearly been faked. Um, uh, Shane shows a picture of some doctored report card from Strowman in fifth grade. All let of this is address, rubbish. Let me address the elephant in the room. No, not Braun. Christ. Yeah. This is dreadful. This is real. Ah, uh, because because the show hasn't been a slog enough, you'd give us this nonsense. Uh, Braun then comes out, uh, and then we get a match between him and Jackson Riker for reasons. He, he comes out because there's a picture of him wearing a Dunn's hat. Wow. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet if you made a photo of me with a Dunn's hat on, I'd I'd just what? come. We're, we're two we're two weeks out from WrestleMania, and and this is the fuel for their feud: a picture of Braun in a Dunn's hat, and Shane calling him stupid and throwing guns on him. Get out! That isn't even the that isn't even the worst thing that happened in this match either. And that that says something. As soon as the ref calls for the bell, Strowman just kicks Riker to the mat. Uh, he tries to chase McMahon round the ring. Uh, but then Riker gets in his way. Uh, he beats down Riker before Elias and Shane manage to cause a distraction, which allows Riker to take down Braun with a chop block. Then Riker gets up on the top turnbuckle. I don't know what, what this was. I don't know if it's the first time he's tried to hit a double axe handle off the middle rope, but it certainly looked like it, because Christ alive, he was Wait. nowhere near him. I, I'm not even going to lie. I just zoned out. I watched it, but nothing went in. I oh I, I really apart, wish I hadn't watched it because this was three minutes of my life. I'm never getting back. Apart from when certain noises started playing. Speaking it. of which, what the <laughs> fuck were the train noises? <laughs> Braun fires up on the outside to do his kind of his run round and his shoulder charge, and then we get shit. You not actual yeah. train noises through the speakers and the commentary going choo choo. That's that's <laughs> two weeks in a row. What is this? That. What two, nonsense are we watching? Two weeks in a fucking row, and now commentary are even playing it up. MVP of all people should not be getting involved. But on commentary, he goes, like a locomotive covered in camel. Right, MVP, <laughs> you need to have words of yourself, son. You're better than this. I say this about Joe every week. You've only filled in for him for one show, and already you've stooped to his level. Come on. It's just nonsense. Nonsense, nonsense. Um, I I don't even want to continue talking about this match. <laughs> right, basically, Braun wins. There's a steel cage match and there's mania because Braun got to decide the stipulation. Yeah. Just make sure, Braun, that he can't just wiggle out his top this time like he did in Saudi Arabia. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about this was just bullshit from start to finish. <laughs> like, it's just this is possibly possibly one of the worst segments I think I've ever seen on Raw, <laughs> ever. And we've had some stinkers. You know what I'm waiting for? Like when we actually watch Night One of Mania and we get that promo package like before the match. I want to see how they can make it better. They in can't a make. Minutes. Do you remember? Do you remember before? before people cared much about women's wrestling and everyone used to say the women's match is the toilet break. This is the toilet break. The mania. 
I'm going for a massive turd when this comes on. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is what I think of it. It's pish. Full pish. The fact that Shane's came back for this. Just gunges and train noises. That's oh. that's the only two things that I will ever remember about this feud. Gunging and train noises. All you need is Dave Benson Phillips. You need. Mate, Dave Benson Phillips would give me interest in this feud if he rocked up at Mania. <laughs> Can we not have Dave Benson Phillips as special guest referee? Special guest yes. enforcer, Dave Benson Phillips. Oh my God. <laughs> Ron Strowman against Shane McMahon in a get your own back steel cage match. And they have to enter on a slide. <laughs> um, Dave Benson Phillips' entrance music is a song factory theme song. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of other things that are pish and can get in the fucking sea, we then get Miz and John Morrison in the ring uh, and announce their music video. Morrison's wearing an orange puffer jacket, an orange camo, and looks like a grade A twat. He says his hair's so big because it's full of secrets. Nah, mate, it's full of shit. Just I don't like get this. It. It's just poo. Am I meant to poo? Is it meant to be a joke or? I'm not sure. I don't get any of it. I don't, <laughs> I don't care for it. Split them up. Do anything but this. Uh, they complain <laughs> about bad money. They talk about their upcoming match for Mania. We then get the video for Hey Hey Hop Hop. Ugh. <laughs> oh, man alive. I, I quite enjoyed this for the first 30 seconds. Do you know what? I would be willing to put money on it that Bad Bunny actually produced this song. <laughs> would it come up in the credits? Like, if you properly looked at the credits... Oh, I guarantee he's... I guarantee he's got his name on this. It's producer. It's got to be. Because I'll tell you what, Miz and Morrison didn't produce this. Definitely not. I mean, did you see their last one? Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after the video plays, Priest and Buddy come out, um, tell them they enjoyed the video. Miz then gets in Buddy's face. Buddy punches Miz, and Miz sells the producers out of it. Uh, my analysis of this is... Oh, go on. Just, Bunny's gonna make Miz's bitch! That's it, apparently. I, uh, I feel sorry for Priest and all I this. feel sorry for Priest and all this. I really do. <laughs> Oh. It's such a shame. Like he's been, he came up, debuted in the Rumble, got a great showing in the Rumble. Yeah, had a great couple of matches as well, like on his first few nights of Raw. Yeah, and then well, this. His, his first match was decent, and then he got Elias, and then it went downhill from was there. His, who was his first? He had Angel Garza in one match. I'm sure he had someone was else that, before that. Or was that his was first? Was it not Angel Garza's first one? I'm sure was it was. It? That was all right. Yeah. Okay, then, then it was Elias for there was nothing after that. minutes. <laughs> how do you, you get 20 minutes out of Elias? It's oh. not to say Elias can't go, but I've never seen him go. So, But that was 20 minutes of nonsense. <laughs> Just uh, to round up this segment, the song was shit. Uh, the video was vaguely amusing. Uh, this needs to be done and out of the way. It's pure tripe. It, it was okay for the first 30 seconds, then it got very, very repetitive, very, very yeah. quickly. Yeah, I just, oh, I just want to bleach my ears. Uh, 
we then get Randy Orton backstage. Bleh. Something, also- something. Um, going to show you at WrestleMania. Something, something. Three most dominant letters in the history of WWE. R-K-O. Is that good enough for you? That'll do. That was verbatim, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after this, we get Shelton Benjamin and Bobby Lashley. Uh, we are rejoined on commentary by MVP. Did he ever leave? Did he ever leave? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. He might have nipped off to get a coffee, but he never formally announced he was coming off commentary. Pish. Um... Immediately as the bell rings, uh, an aggressive Benjamin rushes over to Lashley, delivers several punches, takes him down with a waist lot and delivers a few knees to the body. Um, Bobby then immediately hits a flat liner, rams Benjamin into the ring post on the outside before hitting a big spear in the corner. Uh, he then chased Alexander away from the ring, which allowed Benjamin to hit pay dirt for a close two count. Uh, once he recovered, Lashley then hit two spine busters, applied the hurt lock for a submission victory. It was a very short match. Um, Lashley won, came away looking confident and dominant, dominance rather, which is all that needed to happen. Um, I guess if there was more time for this, they probably could have put on a bit more of a compelling match because they certainly had chemistry and they're both incredibly talented, certainly Benjamin. They could have easily gave them more time. Mm. Like... It deserved, like <laughs> on the episode where you split up their faction and you're going to give them three minutes... Come on. They're both deserving of better than that. Like, it's disappointing they split up the Hurt business. Like, this match came at the expense of that. At least give it some time. Shelton Benjamin's awesome. Let him show that in this. So, yeah, bit disappointing. The only thing it served to do was just make Lashley look a bit stronger than he already was. (laughs) Meh. After this, uh, New Day, Amas, and AJ backstage. Um just talking about what's coming up next, which is their, the New Day's games night against AJ and yeah. Omas. And Woods has got a big, not a whiteboard, but... Uh, uh, just a paper. It's, I can't remember what Like a called. flip chart. Ah, flip there chart. we go. And it's Aye. just... <laughs> all of his adverts on there, like, New Day, Mrs. Biggie, uh, watch Up, Up, Down, Down, listen to the New Day podcast. There was a couple of others on there as well. But they were fantastic. Um, this was mildly amusing, I guess. Yeah, um, almost in a mauve jumper. Mm. Or sweater. That he did. Yeah. That he did. What, that whatever sick. Americans call it. A sweater. A, a, a sweater. A, a, I guess, yeah. It's just a jumper. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've got more note on that. Another note on that move shirt during the match. I have <laughs> Just you now. Before the match. <laughs> well, speaking of which, we then get games night, um, New Day and AJ and Amas. Uh, yeah. Woods and Kingston set up several games in the ring for AJ and Amas to test their teamwork skills. Right. Woods just states, I must say, I love that move shirt. I mean, it's a jumper. Not a shirt. Not a shirt. But, uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> but again, are they not called sweatshirts in America? Because they're weird like that. I don't. It depends. Maybe it depends or, what part of America you're from. Maybe they say things differently in Georgia. Is that where AJ's from? 
Yeah, I'd wear yeah. my jersey. Yeah, it's a jumper to me. This is this is a, a team shirt, and a, and All a right. shirt a shirt has got buttons and a collar on. So get it right. All right. Come on, Woods, play the game, mate. Come on, lad. Um, <laughs> they then play uh, charades or charades and Pictionary. Um, Amas's face throughout is just thoroughly uninterested, and it's hilarious. Um, New Day keep beating them. Uh, Amas and AJ keep losing. AJ gets more and more frustrated. Amas then just loses his shit and says, look, all we've got to do is win at Mania to prove that we're a better team. I'd never noticed Amas's accent has a slight... I knew he was Nigerian, but I'd only ever heard him talking short bursts. Yeah. But actually, there's there's a bit of... like I tell there's, you what, there's, there's more there. of a Nigerian twang than there is in Apollo's accent. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> see... Night one of WrestleMania. I think this is the match I'm most looking forward to. Really? I genuinely think so. Because saying that, like <laughs> the AJ then says, basically, I want a match against Woods, and after the ad break, we get that match, and we'll get to it at the end. Like we'll we'll go through it rather. Um, but they had some some good chemistry in the ring. It looked really, and yeah. it actually made me excited for the tag match at Mania, and I think. Do you know what? This could be quite fun. I'm interested for Amasa's debut. Styles can have a good match of anyone. A new day are really entertaining. So exactly. There's nothing not to like about this. Exactly. Yeah. But I agree. Before you go to the match, Troy, you missed out a complete segment. Whoa, whoa! On... I haven't. I haven't. Is this the little kid? Yeah. Yeah, the little kid that cuts a better promo than half the roster's capable of. Oh. That's the little kid you were on about. Right, that makes sense. <laughs> I thought you were like calling almost a little kid or something. I was like, what the fuck? You, you call him a little kid to his face, mate. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some... I can't remember it's what I can't remember if it was for a charity or something, but there's some kid dressed up as Hulk Hogan doing his Hulk Hogan impression, and he absolutely nails it. It's yeah. so good. Really, really like, good. Uh, road nose wrestling that's what he was called the kid okay the, the tag or whatever yeah, it was yeah. uh, pays homage to hogan with his life-size measurement poster that says hogan is six foot eight we all know that's wrong that's a, that's six. a lie that's a complete lie <laughs> <laughs> six eight behave yourself six, six eight, six, eight. <laughs> hogan is six eight Hogan's never six eight. Hogan's not six eight. Stood on his tiptoes. <laughs> oh, what? Why do people lie? Ah, <laughs> oh, truth. So the match itself, AJ against Woods, um, kicks off a of Woods trying to apply a wrist lock. Styles pushes him away, hits a drop kick. Woods then back off the rope, slides through Styles' legs and hits a couple. Uh, hits like a, a leaping, rolling forearm thing. Uh, we then get an exchange of chops across the chest, uh, which sees Woods start to build some momentum. He knocks AJ to the outside and goes for a dive through the ropes, but Amas stands there, uh, stands there rather, and prevents him um, from from doing so. Woods then tries to sneak up on him. Uh, sorry, Styles then tries to sneak up on Woods, um, who realizes, knocks him out of the ring on the other side, and manages to hit the dive um, through the ropes. Um, 
Uh, he does something in the ring where he sort of turns around to Omas and he's lying on the floor and he's got his hands under his chin and just winks at him. I don't know how Omas kept a straight Wave face doing that. I don't know how he kept a straight face doing that. <laughs> don't tease me. <laughs> After the break, Woodson hits a forearm uh, and a kick and uh, a back body drop for a two count. AJ pulls Woods down from the top turnbuckle, hits a fireman's carry neck breaker for a near fall. AJ sets up for the Styles Clash, but Woods pushes him into the corner, hits a Tornado DDT for another near fall. And then as we go into the close of the match, Woods goes up to the top rope, but Amas pulls AJ out of the ring uh, to prevent Woods from hitting him. Amas then attacks Woods and Kingston uh, by throwing Woods over the top rope by his legs, uh, causing the DQ for a New Day victory. He then tosses Kingston over the barricade, which apparently is WWE's new favourite thing to do is to have someone just dumped over the top of the barrel. Right. You can't see and where the they camera, land. The cameraman looking up, lying on the floor looking up. That that's, nothing, that's nothing new of a mass. They make out no. like the cameraman's a mouse at his feet. <laughs> <laughs> just um, to make sure you don't see that crash map. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. We'll put the camera yeah, as low yeah. as possible. Um, sake. Oh, almost gets very sweaty very fast. It does. <laughs> the same, same genes as Shane McMahon. <laughs> brother from another mother uh, in the ring Amas hits Woods with a huge powerbomb in the middle of the ring uh, and AJ and Amas stand tall over the top what did you think? Yeah. Uh, I was uh, again night two is the night we're all looking forward to Wrestlemania Yeah. Uh, night, night, night one, one filibuster <laughs> It, it seems to be that way just yeah. now. Um, that this is the match I'm most looking forward to. But even saying that, it's still yeah. But come on, give me more. Yeah, you've got yeah, yeah. one more one more week to build things up, please. You, you wouldn't <laughs> have thought we would. T- I said this earlier. You wouldn't have thought we were two weeks out from Mania, judging by a lot of the stuff on this show. It's mad. Um, <laughs> to sum up that little bit um, it was alright it was amusing like you say there is there is some intrigue over that I am excited for that match there's there's lots of moving parts like I say um, Stars can have a good match of anyone pairing him and Omas together is good I think he's probably learning a lot from Styles there's yeah. intrigue obviously over his debut New Daryl is very amusing so it will be cool it will be a good laugh Mate. Minus the celebrity status, it does genuinely have like a similar feel to Ronda Rousey's debut. Uh, like you don't know, you don't know. What's oh, I going get what you happen. mean. You, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. You don't know yeah. the guy's ability. And yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Did a mask come from like a basketball background? I'm yes. sure he was a basketball. I'm sure, it was. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, to wrap wrap this up. It, it was all right. It was uh, in the opening bit, like Styles getting peed off every time they lost was quite amusing. Almost not cracking a smile also. Um, there was some funny reference. Well, the fact that kind of Styles losing his shit was a cool reference to some of the moments on Up, Up, Down, Down, which if anyone watches it, um, you'll know that he gets quite irate at times. Uh, Styles and Woods have really good chemistry. Like I said earlier, makes makes me excited for their match at Mania. Um, and it's the most physical we've seen Amas, I think, Ever, I don't think yeah. I've seen him do anything. Um, apart from when he he dumped Woods a few weeks ago, but he actually in ring him hitting like a power bomb and stuff. Um, hopefully he goes on 
after this on a big tear up. They book him properly, but we know how WWE book big guys. They'll make him look good for a bit um, until they put him with Apollo in some sort of hey. Nigerian faction, or he gets gunged by Shane. You, you can book on like the great Kali. At least he'll be a Hall of Famer in like ten years. Jesus, because he's incapable of moving after. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Moving on, we get a recap of Alexa, the Fiend, and Randy's story, which leads into Alexa's playground. Um, Lots of waffle, basically. Um, She says the Fiend needed some time, and he was trapped in her box. Um, Randy's mistake was not knowing what's next at Mania. The legend killer dies. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Right. I've got one question. Yes. Do you remember in Wait, was it when he first got set on fire and he died? Aye. At the end of last year, right, when he first got put on fire and never came back again. Mm. Do you remember when she first started using that playground and we used to think it was a fiend on the rocking horse? Yeah. Who's on the rocking horse if the fiend's sitting on the swing? Bo Dallas. Invisible Bo Bo Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Invisible Bo Dallas like, John Cena's returned We just haven't noticed it <laughs> He's trapped in the funhouse still uh, One thing <laughs> One thing that was quite cool about this segment You only saw the camera Up close on Alexa And what she normally does when she got, looks over Or sort of refers to who you think Is someone next to her sat on the swing And obviously there's never anyone there But they were quite um, uh, what's the word they were cautious to keep the camera kind of towed uh, in on her quite close and then eventually when the camera does pan out it turns out that the fiend is sat on the swing next to her I thought that was quite cool um, aside yeah. from that I just kind of want this whole thing to be over it feels like it's dragged on for way too long also can I just say that um, our facts were right the jack in the box did used to be called the devil in a box did it actually yep WWE actually done research. Wow. First time for everything. (laughs) Yes. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) We then see Drew backstage, storms into the dressing room, like locker room, uh, various guys in there. I think Umberto Creo, Drew Gulak, Ricochet, Braun, um, Tozawa, I think. Um, Storms in there, pissed off. Um, want someone to challenge him basically uh, Gaza tries his luck doesn't want it enough gets smacked down um, Drew then attacks Umberto for no reason really although yes. Umber- Umberto is looking thick though he's looking good he's been in that gym smashing dem weights uh, Gulak and Ricochet step up um, well Gulak gets called out by Drew and says oh you've been mouthing off a lot on Twitter like step up doesn't want it uh ricochet eventually approaches him says that lashley's word doesn't mean anything and he'll give him a fight if that's what he's looking for is it he's all come on aaron come on aaron this is your moment ponglish (laughs) Ponglish. (laughs) um i he also i've got two things that he says well he says to metalik where he goes you're reaching for your phone mate you're going to tweet people asking for chances. 
is that meant to be like a dig at like say you know Naomi at Wrestlemania <laughs> or said <laughs> carefully lad <laughs> the old Drew you're meant to be the good guy in all of this Christ <laughs> um, also he goes to speak to Riddle because I just can't get enough of him right now oh, of course um, I forgot he spoke to Riddle again I tried Riddle. to bleach that from my mind <laughs> Riddle because all he does is speak about food. Sorry, bro. Seamus is like a full Thanksgiving. No room for dessert. You know what I mean? Like, cool. We get it. Cool. You've got the munchies all the time. Cool. Come on. Cool. Cool, bro. Cool story. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> oh, honestly. We're not even finished with him tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we get Shayna Blazer versus Naomi. Right, right. Jackson Baszler come out. There's no match announced, right? Oh, Shayna Baszler's in a singles match. Will it be Mandy or Dana or Lana or Naomi? Spin that. We <laughs> make a deal. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always. Get more teams. I know. I know. And I've got a note this on that is, in a minute. This is um, depressing. It is depressing. I feel like these are the only <laughs> people. Well, they are the only people we see. Um, Jax and Lana are at ringside. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose on commentary. Philip says, so let's get a look at the women's tag division. What, all three teams? <laughs> it's not a division, mate. It's like the playoffs. That's what you get. That's what you get when the rest of the division don't make it. Like, what do you mean the women's... That says something when he says, let's get a look at the women's tag division, and you've got all three teams in the whole Raw women's tag division there. Oh, mate. It's It's so so depressing. It's so, (laughs) so depressing. And he's like, oh, the... He also is like, oh, the the women's tag team championships can be defended across all brands. Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Good one. Hey, do, do you know that Christ. third brand that you were meant to be doing that for, but they've just went, fuck it, we'll just get went, it in. Fuck it, we've... Oh, mate, it's... This is... <laughs> <laughs> it grinds my gears so much. I'm all for having a women's tag division. It could be and should be awesome, but it really, really, really isn't. And anyone that gets involved within the women's tag division scene comes out looking terrible. Shayna should be doing more than this. Nia, despite a lot of the flack she gets, should be doing better than this. Lana, who's come on leaps and bounds in the last six months, should be doing better than this. Mandy Rose, who we thought was getting a singles run off the back of her feud with Sonya Deville, should be doing better than this. There's also Dana Brooke involved. Uh, Naomi (laughs) should be doing better than this. Like, do you know what I mean? Everyone in this should be doing better as a singles person. And instead... There's this cobbled together women's tag division that just week after week is one of the dullest things to watch. And that, huh. says, that says a lot within this week's episode. Just as one show alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's mad. Anyway, the fucking match. Um... There's <laughs> <laughs> fat everywhere. <laughs> Uh, so Shayna Baszler takes control straight away stomps on Naomi's arm begins to focus her attention on that and softens her up 
Right. Um, oh, I know this strategy from Dana Brooke about Baszler going for the arm. Well, nay, shit, Sherlock, all you do is fight her every single week. <laughs> if you haven't learned it by oh, now, me. what are you doing? <laughs> it's not like Baszler's done that her whole career or anything, you know? She literally <laughs> made a career off it, and you're acting like, oh, I, I've, I know she does that. Shut up, you neep. For the strategy, because she done it to me. <laughs> she do it again if you don't shut your mush. Right. <laughs> I wish she'd I guess. <laughs> uh, Naomi regains control, uh, hits an insecurity and net breaker, and then it's like a sort of sit-out full Nelson slam thing. I don't quite know what it's called. But the Bubba Bomb. The Bubba Bomb, that's it. <laughs> it. That's what it is. It is a sit-out full it's, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Naomi hits a Bubba Bomb. Whoop, whoop. Um, <laughs> then a series of pinning manoeuvres. Uh, off the back of that, Shayna tried to lock in the Kira through the clutch. Naomi manages to get out, hits a split leg leg drop. Um, distraction on the outside from Reginald allows Shayna to take her down on the top rope. Uh, Lana then shoves Jax into Rose. Brooke then starts fighting with Lana. All the shenanigans going on on the outside allows uh, Naomi to take advantage of the distraction and pin Baszler with a roll-up pin. My analysis of this is stop the bullshit. Just book the fucking match that we know you're going to do. No one looks good coming out of this. Pish. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I've got nothing else. It's got to be. I wish they'd have just kind of cut all this nonsense out and just went, yeah, we're going to have a triple threat. All these teams have have, have had a couple of wins. Right. We'll put them in there instead of this drizzling nonsense that we've had for weeks and weeks on end. They've all got like wins over each other and stuff. And then, for for some reason, Nia's on like Raw and SmackDown, getting involved in both, both single title pitches. Titles. Yeah, like I, I I was having a laugh the past couple of weeks about her having wins over the women's champions, mm. but I didn't mean it to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked for it, mate, and that's where we're going. <laughs> Uh, after this drizzling shit show of the women's tag division, we move on to another drizzling shit show where Asuka is backstage and is approached by Riddle on his scooter. He says something about, do people in Japan like scooters? And then says, I forgot what I'm saying. Yeah, and then right. scoots off and laughs. I've got, I've got paraphrased paragraph, right? But is it actually, even... or is this your version? I can even finish what he was going to say. Oh, please right? do. There, there, right, so he goes to ask her, Aye, I'm battered like a fish and beaten like my meat. But hey, <laughs> at least... <laughs> but... <laughs> but hey... <laughs> but hey, at least I get some Irish stew in my belly at WrestleMania. But hey... <laughs> Check this out. My scooter's working again. Do you think scooters are big in Japan? Because, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot what I was saying. That's not right. I'm going to eat some tater tots now because that's all Americans eat, right? And I've got to finish it with something to do with food. Or maybe sushi. You like sushi, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sushi's big in Japan, right? (laughs) Sushi's big in Japan, right? (laughs) 
I can, I can promise you wherever that was going, it was going to finish with sushi or some Japanese. I reckon so. I reckon so. <laughs> oh, dear. It was awful. You could see him even look up to the camera at one point because he knew he'd fucked it. Although yeah. I I said, like, it's, yes, he'd sort of botched the promo. I know there was a couple of sources out that said, oh, it was planned. Was it balls? <laughs> Don't talk nonsense. Um, no. But speaking of talking nonsense, Riddle talks nonsense every week. For him to be like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say and then just sort of scoot off and it'd be really weird isn't really out of the rate, like out of the realms of his character anyway. So, yeah, sure, it was a botch, but it hey. wasn't like, it wasn't Kalisto level of botch promo. <laughs> Lucha good, things. Good, Lucha things. <laughs> right, all right, um, lad. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm. I feel like he's just next week. He's gonna go. Um, yeah, I got the munchies, so I just fucked off basically. Yeah, like oh my. It'll be some Uber Eats delivery. Like was, my Uber like, Eats delivery was here. I had to scoot off and go and get it. it. Like I feel like it's gonna be the same way. AEW um, referenced the explosion. Oh yeah. yeah. Where they just made it into the storyline. Yeah. And just worked around it it was yeah it's the it's, it's the best way to do it really as opposed to just ignore it yeah so he's losing that title at mania now as punishment <laughs> i mean if it stops me having to paraphrase them and get a laugh at it then <laughs> after this we get ripley backstage talking to some fud i don't know who he was Ripley is the biggest five foot seven woman I've seen. How small is Chubby Unmastery Mysterio? <laughs> <laughs> Rip- who's, so, who's told you Ripley's five seven? Is that not what our staff thing is? Is that like the same person? That, is that the same person that told you Hogan was six eight? <laughs> five seven, my ass. Is that not what our stat is like five seven or something? Nah, mate. Nah, can't be. I'd, I'd, where have I got this 5'7 fit? You look it up, mate. She's definitely not 5'7. Ah. <laughs> As you look for that, I'll I'll roll through the next few bits. Okay, okay mate. So, in ring, we get Postman Pierce. He introduces Rhea and Asuka to sign the contract for their Mania match. Asuka says something in Japanese and then says a few things in English. Rhea then smashes the table into her head. Nyra and Shader came out. Challenge Rhea and Asuka to a match next week at five foot seven inch. Five no, feet seven, because she's one meter, one point seven one meters in height, and that's five feet seven point three two three inches. There's no way Rhea Ripley is five <laughs> foot seven. No fucking way. Her and Gonzalez were a pretty similar height, and they always say Gonzalez is over six foot. Nah, nah, she's five foot seven, mate. Nah, lies. <laughs> lie. Why do people lie? That's nonsense. It is nonsense. She's not five foot seven. She's shorter than me, and I'm short. What, she's, she's about three inches taller than Swoggle? Nah. Nah, mate. Nah. No chance. So, Nia and Shayna come out, and they complain that they haven't got a match at Mania, and yet Rhea has. So, they then say, we'll have a match against you next week. And Rhea accepts on behalf of her and Oscar. 
Well, I mean, at least we only get this for one week. It's not like Sasha and Bianca where we've had this at like SmackDown every week and pay-per-views. Yeah. Like, um, putting the challenger and champion together in a tag. Three notes. One of them, as soon as our music played, I put, fuck off, Naya. <laughs> <laughs> get out. Um, Naya goes, if Asuka can pull herself from under the table, we challenge it. The table was behind her, but I digress. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Asuka loses her teeth once. It's now a thing. She was constantly holding constantly her teeth. Constantly holding the teeth. When, oh, yeah. come on. We don't need to make that a bigger thing than it is. We know it happened, just... Are you, are you telling me she went into a dark alleyway just behind the fucking Thunderdome and went, here, fucking backyard dentist, can you sort my teeth out for $10? <laughs> sort my grill out? No. <laughs> Crap. Uh, after this, we move into the last match or matches of the evening. Um, before that, we get a quick bit backstage with Ricochet and MVP. Um they say something. I didn't take much note of what it was. Uh, then we then move into Ricochet against Drew McIntyre. Um, Ricochet tried to gain an early advantage, uses his speed, um, but Drew hits a huge monster back body drop uh, uh, to down do you, him. Do you want a banger a reference? Ricochet a Pokemon because he flies so high it took two turns to come back down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my life. <laughs> I'd have liked to have commentary had brought that in. I know, eh? <clears throat> like, I need to start feeding my wines or something. <laughs> <laughs> Drew then launches in with a huge belly-to-belly suplex. Um, went for a second, but Ricochet counted and landed on his feet, which was quite impressive, considering the, the amount that he kind of whips him over on those suplexes. Um, Ricochet mounted some offense uh, to get Drew down to a knee. Um, he's then downed further with uh, a step-up kick off the corner turnbuckle. Ricochet pins him, uh, and he kicks out at one. Both men then end up on the outside. Drew launches Ricochet into the steps, but Ricochet leaps over and up onto the barricade, runs round the barricade, and hits a drop kick, which looked really impressive. Um, back in the ring, Ricochet drags McIntyre into position for the 6.30 splash, um, but Drew manages to roll out the way. And hits a claymore for the win. It was over pretty quickly. Then, surprise, out of nowhere, I thought he was off injured. Mustafa Ali attacks Drew from out of nowhere. Drew offers him a match. And his green baby shit tights, too. Yeah. It, just, I think... it looked very similar to Shawn Michaels' Survivor Series 2002 tights. Ooh. Ooh, don't get that. They were horrible. <laughs> They're, they're up there with Undertaker's like gold snakeskin trousers, whatever they were. <laughs> Ooh, not so good. Um, yeah, so Drew offers him out for a match. After the break, uh, Ali's in control, focuses on uh, Drew's leg, gets him down with a chop block and continues to attack it. Ali then hits a splash from the top uh, to Drew's back, gets a two count. McIntyre then hits uh, a huge explosive belly-to-belly suplex from out of nowhere. Ali goes up to the top rope. Um, he's caught midair with a headbutt. Uh, Drew then follows up with another Claymore for another win. Um, he then calls out Lashley to come and finish him off. Lashley then just comes out because uh, why not? On the mic, he goes, don't listen to MVP. 
I bet he's in your ear right now. Um, well, Drew, uh, if you turn around, he's on comment. He's behind you, mate. He's no, he's no said a word because we would have heard it. Sake. <laughs> Come on, Drew. Play the game, lad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We go to another commercial break, and after that, we hear some trash talking. Um, I thought Lashley was about to quote Cena's song, and he's like, "Your time is up." Uh, this is the <laughs> almighty error. Like, oh, I know what you wanted to say, Bobby. <laughs> I know. Um, they eventually sort of start going at it before, out of nowhere, SmackDown's King Corbin attacks McIntyre from behind. Um, Lashley, uh, sorry, he hits. Drew with a deep six, which allows Lashley to then apply the hurt lock a few times and get the Yeah, I was going to say, is it not like three times he applies it? Two, three yeah. times. It's yeah. it's weird with the hurt lock. Like In a match, it works. Like In a match as a finisher, it works because they tap out and that's it. But if you come out and you're going to attack someone, it's not like a devastating impact move, is it? It's not like coming out and hitting <laughs> someone with a stunner or a rock bottom or do you know what yeah. I mean? I know, but it's like the Kikina clutch or something. You could pass out on it. You could. I just always think it looks weird. Like, if it's not like a big, impactful, like, poof move, if it's a move that means the other guy has to tap out. Like, if he'd have come out and hit, like, the, the spine buster where he lifts him up, or if he'd come or out and hit dominator. the spear, or the dominator, or something like that, that'd have been cool. If he bust out the dominator, because yeah. he didn't use that at all anymore, does he? No, it was in his yeah. first run he had it. If he'd come out and hit, like, one of those big impact moves, it'd have been cool, but. I just I get that the hurt locks is finisher, but uh, my my note for this was great dot 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 Corbin appears. Like yeah, why? <laughs> cool. Is this is this going to be one of those preemptive things? Because we usually get a draft just after Mania, don't we? Or some call ups or some switch about. It's usually we getting, like two three weeks after. Yeah. Is this a bit of a preemptive one? Are we just going to get Corbin on Raw now? Is that going to happen? I feel like it might do. Otherwise, there's absolutely no reason. Like, um, unless unless it was the fucking the quarterly brand open in, brand to brand invitation or whatever they call it, <laughs> which just sort of seems to happen whenever they need to shift someone over. It's never announced in advance, is it? So like suddenly uh, this guy's here. Oh yeah, it's 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 open season again. Um, I forgot what I was going to say there. I just spaced it. Ah, it doesn't matter. It'll be something. A bit Corbin. It's not that important. <laughs> Corbin on your screens. Yay! <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> no, that was it. MVP on Twitter had to put out specifically because everyone was asking him. Um, no, Corbin is not a part of the heart business. Why would that even be a question? I, well, because apparently everyone's like, oh, so Corbin's in the heart business now. Nah. And he, a, MVP's like, well, no, it's just me and Lashley in the heart business. Hmm. It's strange, but yeah. I'm j- ultimately, I, I'll say it now. My actually, no, I won't. I'm gonna have a think about it. I was gonna say my biggest downpoint is them breaking up the hurt business, but there was a lot of shite to trod through on this. <laughs> um, Quick analysis and roundup of that match. Uh, it was nice to see Ricochet on TV, I guess. Um, he was obviously never going to win that match, but uh, he looked better than a jobber would do, which is essentially what he was in that early squash. Drew continued to look strong as hell. Um, surprised to see Ali coming out so soon after, as I say, I think 
he is injured. He'd been working with an injury and I think it was off for surgery. So it was surprising to see him show up. And also without the retribution gear, which I guess indicates that the group are finished for good. Whether we're going to see those guys on Raw without the mass or if they're going to continue as retribution with the mass, but like as they are, or if they go back to NXT, I don't know. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what happens to them. I know the initial plan was for them to break up Retribution at Mania and give them a bit of a bigger moment, but apparently part of the reason they did it early on, or earlier than planned, was so Ali could go off and have surgery, but then he's back the week later, so it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, but the, like I say, the breakup of the Hurt Business was the worst part of the show. Um, I guess that booking's there to just make Lashley look as strong and dominant as possible. Um, and that he doesn't need to rely on the other guys in the Hurt Business, but still. It was cool to have a faction where you had a world champion and tag teams and then the mentor in, in MVP. It seemed like a daft move to split them up. Everyone really benefited from being in that, but hopefully they keep Shelton and, and Cedric as a tag team, and that's one more really good addition to the... Di- well, I say addition, they were already part of it, but they continue to be a good solid um, team within the division. We'll see. Um, overall, that was a difficult watch, wasn't it? <laughs> Come on, mate. We see a nice Oh, man. I, <laughs> that, I'm going to say, is possibly one of the worst episodes of Raw I've watched in a long time. We're, we're, two, weeks out, we're two weeks out from Mania. Yeah. And and that's what we're getting. Like the fact the fact that even Jay messaged on the group chat, like, thank Christ I'm not reviewing this yeah, show. I'd get man. too upset. <laughs> like botch promos aside, I can get over that. It's fine. It's live TV, shit happens. Everything else though. Food just, food and more food. That's just nonsense. Full nonsense. Um what were your highs and lows if there were any highs? <laughs> oh, eh, my high, I think, is just the whole like three minutes it lasted, but um, Drew versus Ricochet, I think, will be my high. Yeah. Um, that was right. Yeah. Yeah. My lows still for like the third week in a row is Strowman and Shane. Yeah. And he be hooked with it. <laughs> suck my hoop um, suck my hoop <laughs> um, my high is going to be Seamus versus Riddle I thought it was good thought both had really good chemistry I'm excited to see their match at Mania why are you looking at me like that <laughs> just Troy's law is how teeny weeny Rhea Ripley is right. <laughs> That's a low point in my life because it's just a it's just a blatant lie. It's just five. It's just five foot seven. How how small is like Asuka? If she's five foot seven. I will eat my hat. That is the biggest load of piss you I've better, ever heard. You better start eating me because it's not here. <laughs> like a buffet of hats. I'll invite Riddle around. He loves buffets. Um, and my low, it's got to be them breaking up the hurt business. That's got to be a low of the year for me. They were excellent. It makes zero sense to get rid of them. It really, really does. Um, I'm massively disappointed about that. 
yeah overall a difficult watch let's hope that the go home episode next week pulls it out of the bag but it's it's set itself how much out the bag can it get it's it's set itself a monumental task to do so (laughs) as i said like during this show night two isn't bad night two looks really really good for mania it's night one that needs sorting out (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see uh in the meantime though if you want to let us know what you thought um of this episode or any other episode or any other bits of wrestling that you watch from around the world not just wwe but AEW, new japan uh impact ring of honor whatever else come at us on social media between the four of us at least like two of us can answer we got you covered got you covered (laughs) come at us on the social media um you can find us on twitter at untitled rest pod and you can find us on discord as well at untitled rest pod where we have uh, a really healthy uh, server of people that like games and wrestling and comic books and this that and the other really good community there if you're trying to build up your own gaming channel um then come and get involved there and we'll help you do that um massive thanks because we recently just hit affiliate on twitch which is amazing news. Woo woo. Da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> so a huge thank you to everyone that's always watched our content, shared our content, been involved. Um, and now with lots of stuff in the pipeline, uh, now that we've made affiliate, um, some tiers and subscription stuff. So yeah, uh, if you don't already, that's Untitled Rest Pod, same as our Discord and the same as our Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and on YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Aaron, where can people go for beard and beer needs? Um, if you go to topropebrewing.com, that's Big Tasty's company, or if you even go on Walk Culture's YouTube channel, you'll see Top Rope Brewing and you'll see the link for them. Oh, yeah. And you'll see how hyped everyone is for it. For hi, WrestleMania hi. Survival Crate, which is a joint thing with Walk Culture for £45. Type in the code here, why? Free shipping. Done. Like, what more can you ask for? It's Done. craft beer as well. It's not cheap stuff. Not just any old pish. Yeah, all wrestling team, funnily enough. Yes, boy. Oh, they've they've just canned up a new one, haven't they? Have you seen? On this day, 7% IPA. Damn. See, brand new one. That's to go with the head of the table because, you know, Roman versus Edge. Well, now Brian too, but we'll skim over that. We'll skim over it's that. Fine. Yeah. It's fine. I don't know if they do like a plant-friendly vegan beer. They might do. <laughs> They're all vegan, Troy, mate. Oh, there you go. They're all vegan. Well, okay. There you go. Daniel Daniel Bryan can take his pick of any of the beers then. (laughs) Well, there you go. And if you get some of that vegan-friendly beer all over your beard, you can go to thatchbase.com, get some brushes. (laughs) (laughs) Some brushes or oils or even hats or T-shirts or whatever other merch. I can't really remember it's all a blur there's so much to look at oils bombs brushes combs <laughs> gift if sets you go, if you go to the bas go to your basket type in troy xl 85 troy xl 85 all caps jeez this is like listening off. to a riddle promo <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> 
I'm just part of these myself. (laughs) (sighs) Use the discount code TROYXL85 for 20% off. (laughs) And a portion of the proceeds goes to Testicular Cancer UK. (laughs) Amazing. That wraps up this week's episode of Raw. It's been the drizzling shits. Um, but we've persevered through the seas of turd and we're only now one week out from WrestleMania. Let's hope next week brings us a little more joy until the next time guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Well, we're saving this podcast for this joke. What happens when a long time wrestling dirt sheet writer puts a diva action figure in the microwave? Dave Meltzer. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you must love this podcast house and the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.